Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Top of the 8 o'clock hour here in our nation's capital. It's overtime here on 106.7 The Fan. We're always streaming live nationally on the free Odyssey app. We tapped into the youngest in charge movement, Linnell Willingham. I'll take you up to 10 o'clock before we hand things over to CBS Sports Radio. Phone lines wide open. 1-800-636-1067 is the number. We've been talking about a bevy of different things here. All things, though, centered around the Washington Commanders. We talked about the different options they have with that number two overall pick coming up in April. But right now, though, I want to start looking at this thing big picture here and understand that, like I continue to say, with the mercy of the evaluator. Let's go to Mike in Springfield before we do that. What's going on, Mike? Hey, thanks for taking my call. Yes, sir. Uh, with the uh, this number two pick, uh, I think the commanders that will stay, stay with that for a couple of reasons. One, uh, they've got so many needs. And giving away draft capital just to go up to one pick, I believe the, the quarterbacks at the top of the draft, uh, I think there's going to be, more, uh, even if the, if the Bears take the first one, I think there's going to be a guy that can be the guy for our team. They have so many needs. They yeah, can't sure. give up those draft picks because uh, this roster just needs so much help. That's kind of what I would try to do. Mike, I, and I hear what you're saying, Mike, and I, I want you. I want to counter what you're saying because if I had it my way, if it was my preference, right, I would trade the farm to go get Caleb Williams, and here's why. You talked about the other holes that exist on the roster. Caleb is the type of quarterback that elevates everyone around him. So your your weaknesses up front are lessened with Caleb Williams under center at quarterback. He is literally a master of functioning amidst chaos. Talk about defense, too. You score more points with an elite quarterback. I hear what you're saying, though. Yeah, I I I, I understand, but there's, there's a growth process with a quarterback, no matter where he gets picked. You look at how Peyton Manning came in, some other uh, 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 quarterbacks that came in, there's a growth process, and he's going to go through that when he gets in the NFL. You talked about the defense. This defense needs significant help. To me, that's really the area where they need more help if they can solve the quarterback because the defense is really what, what it is. They've got offensive players. They've got some pieces in offense. But they need help on defense, whether they need to pick it up some in free agent. But that defense is just terrible. They need help. I and agree, Even Mike. if they get uh, Caleb, 
I would tell you the other team is just going to score more. Uh, I understand what you're saying, but this team just needs help, and I don't think they need to trade Wade Capital to do it. Mike, I appreciate the call as always, my man. The one thing I'd say about, and I've been one of the first people on record saying, look, I think the cupboard is bare. But after going back, watching this year, last year, the big differences, see, their defense falling off a cliff this past year was probably the most shocking revelation in all the National Football League, one of them at least, right? Especially when you consider how good they were the year before. And I keep talking about this coaching staff in Washington and how it's an all-star group that they're trying to put together here. I don't know how bad we really were on defense because you weren't being put in the best position to succeed. And I know if Dan Quinn doesn't do anything else, he's going to put the members of this defense in the best position to succeed. So I don't worry about the defense next year. I think the defense is going to take a sizable step forward. And I know this may take some people off. Y'all be crazy as hell if you think about investing high draft capital on this defense. Why would you do that? Your secondary is fine. Benjamin St. Juice is a good football player. I guarantee you Joe Witt Jr. gets the most out of BSJ. I guarantee you they get the most out of Emmanuel Forbes. Derek Forrest, Cam Curl, Quan Martin, you name it. That is what this staff was brought here to do. That's part of the, the allure of these guys. Look at the talent they had in Dallas. I keep going back to this. Deron Bland was a damn six-round pick. Now he's a defensive player of the year nominee. All pro. Trayvon Diggs with a second-round pick. Led the league in interceptions. All pro. They understand defense. They speak defense in Dallas, specifically Joe Witt and Dan Quinn. So I'm thrilled if I'm a member of this Washington Commanders football team about what I could turn into under Dan Quinn. I don't agree with the last caller on that. Big question, though, what do we want them to do with the number two overall pick? We know there's a bevy of different ways they could go. You can stay at two, take best player available. You can trade back from two and then trade up into round one to get your quarterback. Or you can do my preferred method. If I had it my way, if this was a Burger King commercial, I'd trade up whatever is needed to get Caleb Williams. That's it. And if you disagree with me, let's go watch the tape. Let's go to Sandman and Alexandria. What's going on, Sandman? Hey, what's going on, man, man? How you doing? I'm doing all right. I hear you talking, and I, and I understand what you're saying, but I feel like this. I, I would offer them a real price, you know, to get go to that number one. If they don't want to go, if they don't want to take that offer, then I think I'll go ahead and stay because you got two more good quarterbacks there. And I'm like you, Liddell. I feel the team we got on offense and defense, oh, we good. We just had some bad coaches. 100%. We get some coaches in. We get some coaches in there. Now, you're going to see a whole – because the Jamison Williams, I'm telling you, next year he's going to be a monster. I feel it. You talking about Jamin? You talking about Jamin? Jamin, yeah, Jamin. For sure, I agree. I think he's everybody on this defense. I feel like that—that's the one draw of Dan Quinn. If people are going to say it's not a sexy, flashy hire, I just look at what he does with late round talent on defense. I love Dan Quinn. 
I love him. I'm glad that other guy didn't want to come. I love the guy Dan Quinn. That's what we needed, baby. What we needed. But man. I'm gonna let you go. That's all I really had yes, to say. Sir. Hey, look, I appreciate the call as always, man. Look, I I hear it, and I I agree with what what the last caller just said. I don't think this group is. I don't know. Offense, I think it's a different story. Defense, I, I really don't think – I just think it's impossible for them to regress the way that they did. You're not going to tell me all of a sudden Benjamin St. Juice is not a good football player. You're not going to tell me all of a sudden, you know, you're not going to tell me all of a sudden Derek Forrest stinks after how dominant he was the year before. It's just frustrating, you know. They've got to push the right buttons to get the most out of these guys. And I honestly think while I anticipated happening – well, I wouldn't be surprised if they took a major step forward. I don't think it's a foregone conclusion. And there are still holes on this defense. The one guy that I am super excited about on defense, and this is uh this is kind of hard for me. I just ah it's 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 a situation for me on defense. I don't know. I'm not even gonna go there. I don't want to rough. I don't want to ruffle any feathers. Lou is in D.C. What's going on, Lou? BTP, the youngest in charge, baby. What it do? What's going on, man? How you doing? Hey, man. Hey, you gotta be aggressive. But see, the thing is, we have the right people in the building. So whether we trade up to get Caleb, if he's the best player on the board, go get him, man. Forget about this rebuilding crap, man. We've been doing that for 20-plus years, man. Wait, what What did that get us? Nothing. Nothing. So if you ain't got no quarterback in this league, you can't win. You can't win. Bottom bro. line. So, preaching. so if Caleb is a – if they say he's the best thing in the past, what, decade? Man, we got to go get him. Just don't give up too much. And he likes Snyder's <laughs> charge. You, what do you mean though by that? That that's that's the thing that I feel like we're all we we all are what? just talking about. I, I like honestly, Lou. I don't even know what's too much. Like if they offered the number two pick, their twenty twenty five first and their twenty twenty six first, I don't think that's too much. Do you think that's too much, bro? For a quarterback, if if this dude is going to be uh, exactly, if, if he's going to be here for the next ten years, to uh, if the, if, the, if they stay like that, man. Uh, we gave up for RG three, three, four. What is it? I don't care, yeah. man. Go give up whatever. Just don't give up too much, <laughs> because it's always next year, and you still got Sam, and you still got Jacoby. So we could still, you know, finesse the system. So I just hope if Caleb is the best thing, just don't give up too much. Uh, if it's the two first round pick, just give up two first round pick and whatever uh, else they want, and that's that. But other than that, man. Don't be, man. Oh, man, look, forget this rebuilding stuff, man. We've been through the past 20 years, Big L. Come on, man. Can't keep so, rebuilding, uh, like, I yeah. appreciate your call as always. 1-800-636-1067 is the number. You can tweet at me as well. That's at N-E-L-L underscore BTP. In about 45 minutes, we'll switch gears here. We'll talk all things NBA. Brandon Scooby Robinson, our NBA insider, set to join the program and give us the latest on the NBA's trade deadline. That's coming up top of the 9 o'clock hour. We've teased this like three segments in a row. Just haven't been able to get to it. Good conversation, good calls. Washington, we know, has a bunch of big-time decisions to make. We're at the mercy of the evaluator. Speaking of the evaluator, what will the evaluation of Sam Howell end up uncovering 
here in Washington. That's next on The Fan. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It's overtime here on 106.7 The Fan. We're always streaming live nationally on the free Odyssey app. It's the youngest in charge, Wilbert Linnell Willingham. Taking it up to 10 o'clock tonight when we dish things over to CBS Sports Radio. Talk a little bit of round ball coming up top of the 9 o'clock hour. We'll jump into the NBA and the trade deadline that went and passed yesterday. The Wizards, not too active at the deadline. They make one move uh, to send Daniel Gafford to the Dallas Mavericks, and they get back in return uh, that also-coveted first-round pick. Uh, it's set to be the first-round pick of the L.A. Clippers, which if the season ultimately ended today, excuse me, Washington would have the number 26 overall pick uh, in the draft. So that means Travis Schlank, Will Dawkins, got to find that diamond in the rough uh, if you are those two executives of the Washington Wizards. Wizards in action right now. Game one of a back-to-back that will be at home tomorrow playing host to the Philadelphia 76ers. Uh, the new-look Philadelphia 76ers, I might add. They added Buddy Heald at the trade deadline. The Wizards, though, super undermanned tonight. No Daniel Gafford because of the trade. They don't have Rashawn Holmes, who came back in a part of the deal. Marvin Bagley also was out. So Washington started Kyle Kuzma as a small ball center tonight on the road against the number one seed Boston Celtics. And with 5.55 left to go in the opening half, Washington trails by just three. And we all know the big conversation that came out of the last game that the Wizards played in. Jordan Poole going scoreless for the first time since 2021, I believe. He was off to a damn good start to start this game. 5 of 12, 13 points, uh, 4 assists as well. So uh, the Wizards holding their own right now, punching above. Uh, their weight class, so to speak, when it comes to being undermanned against the best team in the Eastern Conference, maybe the entire NBA, uh, talking about the Boston Celtics. we go further into uh, more detail about the NBA coming up top of the 9 o'clock hour when Brandon Scooby Robinson, our NBA insider, uh, joins the program. Right now, though, I want to continue 
to look at the Washington Commanders and all the big-time decisions they have coming up this offseason. And we've talked about what they could potentially do with that number two overall pick. Something else that we've got to kick back and forth is what will the evaluation of Sam Howell uncover? What will the evaluation of Sam Howell tell you about this football team or about him for that matter? Because I think there's an argument to be made, right? That we don't know what Sam Howell is. Still, going into year three, you still don't know what he is. Just being honest here, right? And this realization that I've come to has been as difficult as any that I've had to come to. Especially after the Washington Post story that came out yesterday, I believe. And we'll dive into that in in, in further detail as the show rolls on here. But the damning article put out about Eric Bieniemy by uh, the Washington Post uh, over the last 24 hours or so. And I honestly think based on some of the quotes and some of the anonymous uh, people that spoke and what they were saying, it's really hard to blame what happened last year on Sam Howe. And I know people are going to say, huh? What do you mean? Sam Howe's a fifth-round pick. Sam Howe was horrible down the stretch. I get all of that. But when you look at it from a big-picture perspective, Sam Howe was never put in position to succeed. It just... Just, just didn't happen for him last year. The team that I always go back to, the Atlanta Falcons last year, even though they chose the wrong young quarterback, that is the moves that you make. That is how you behave as a franchise looking to build around a young signal caller and Desmond Ritter. They went out and got B. John Robinson. They, they, they drafted Matthew Bergeron. Washington, with their two richest picks, This past April, when it was all supposed to be about Sam Howe, they went out and took two defensive backs and then wondered why the offensive line was putrid. It's frustrating. It's frustrating. And we'll dive into that Washington Post piece as the show rolls on, but just some real good insight into why things went wrong offensively for Washington. And I think there's a belief among certain members of the Washington locker room and organization, for that matter, that you got to give Sam Howell another real long, hard look here. And it's fascinating because ultimately Adam Peters, Cliff Kingsbury, Dan Quinn, they will evaluate Sam Howell and try to determine what he is and why things went wrong. But what I'm saying and why I wanted to bring this up, I don't think it's responsible to just write Sam Howell off. And I understand how things went. Trust me. I watched the games just like you all did. But you can't tell me you aren't curious about how he would look under what we call, quote-unquote, ideal circumstances. And I always talk about it when it comes to young quarterbacks and them having success in the NFL. It's about fit. Everything is dependent upon fit. Coaching staff, talent on the roster, and then a plan to grow and develop you. That's normally what determines the success of a young quarterback in the National Football League. 
If I'm Sam Howell, make the argument that they didn't do anything to help me last year. And run the ball, which was inexcusable on Eric's behalf. The offensive line wasn't very good. The play calling hamstrung this football team. And it's hard, because I'll be honest with you. I spent most of this year trying to understand what was all the hate for Eric Bieniemy, And now I get it. Because if he ruined Sam Howell, like, that's something to be frustrated about. And I get there's the, oh, well, Jacoby came in and did this and did that. Sam's not Jacoby. You shouldn't be calling the same game for Jacoby Brissett that you call it for Sam Howell if you're a responsible, competent offensive coordinator. And it pains me to say this because I don't understand what the hell was going through Eric Bieniemy's mind. I try so hard to give him the benefit of the doubt. I, I, I just do. But clearly, I'm missing something here. And when you look at the track record of Adam Peters, this is why I really think Sam Howell is intriguing for a couple of different reasons, right? We know how perfect of a fit he is in Cliff Kingsbury's air raid offense. We know the relationship between Kingsbury and Phil Longo. Everyone keeps trying to connect that for Drake May. Why not about the incumbent guy from UNC? Why not draw conclusions with that guy? Who's already two years in who's already adjusted to the speed of the National Football League. I'd be curious to see Sam Howell in this Cliff Kingsbury offense with weapons around him, with an offensive line, with adequate pass protection. I think Adam Peters may be curious as well. Just looking at AP's track record, and I've said this a couple of different times throughout the show if you've been paying attention. The 49ers have been to the Super Bowl, what, twice in the last five seasons? Or four seasons, right? So, both of those times, the quarterback they had under center was not a first-round showing you that there's more than one way to do this thing. But it also shows you that, hey, maybe Adam Peters is of the mindset that, look, let's just insulate the quarterback. Jalen Hurts style in Philly. Purdy style in San Francisco. Cousins style in Minnesota. Prescott style in Dallas. Why don't we just do that? I think it happens a lot more than you all are willing to admit. Talking about later round guys coming on and and making an impact. The key is insulating them. And that's the key with a first round quarterback as well. Unless you're Caleb Williams or generational prospects out there who can elevate the guys around them. Because let's be honest, you get drafted number one or you're, or you're a top five quarterback. You're one of the one of the worst teams in football. So you got to be willing to elevate the guys around you. That's what separates some of these guys from me. I told you all the affinity I have for Caleb Williams and his ability to function under chaos. But I want to go back to Hal here for a second. Why wouldn't Adam Peters be able to build a Super Bowl team around Sam Hal? Hmm? Is it fair to judge Sam Howell off of what he did last year? Wasn't put in position to succeed. He wasn't put in Desmond Ritter's spot. You can make the argument he was set up to fail, and he did that down the stretch. 1-800-636-1067 is the number. Let's go to Brad in Fairfax. What's going on, Brad? Hey, man, love the show. Uh, Thanks for having me on. 
I 100% agree with you. Like, I hear what the junkies are saying with, like, if you get the number two pick, you got to pick a quarterback. I just don't think you got to trade the farm to go up and get Caleb Williams when you can sit at two and get Jaden Daniels or sit at two and get Drake May. And you can keep that 30, that 34th pick, which could turn in. I mean, like, we've seen DK Metcalf get drafted there. We've seen sure. AJ Brown get drafted there. You need talent on this team. You need a, you need a tight end who can do more than catch the ball and lay down. <laughs> like, I, I just don't get, I just don't get like where, okay, Caleb Williams might be great, but he could also be Kyler Murray and you trade the world for Kyler Murray. Like, I, I don't know. Sure. I, I see way more with what you said. And yes, the team did not do how right at all. Like they talked about the interceptions, but like one of those giants games, he had three dudes in his pocket before the ball got there. Like, what are you supposed to do with that? For sure. You know, so I, I, I'm like, I, I agree totally with you. Get him a trade down, get him a Brock Bowers, pick up some more picks, get maybe a back of the end, you know, Brendan Rice, Jerry Rice's kid, apparently had a really good senior bowl. He did. I don't know. I think there's a lot you can do. Thanks, man. Have a good night. Hey, appreciate the call. Yeah, I, look, I, you. My, my thing is this, and why I even bring this up. We are at the mercy of the evaluator. You all out there, you think you know everything. You have no damn clue what the evaluation is going to bring of Sam Howe from Adam Peters and company. You don't know what they think about him. And I keep trying to tell you all, look at the track record of Adam Peters. Taking a quarterback high isn't really his thing. He's seen organizations built off of non-first-round quarterbacks. It's happened before. Now, I understand what people are going to say. You look crazy passing up on Jaden Daniels for Sam Howell. We know that Daniels has a higher upside. We know that. But at the end of the day, right, we know how important quarterback is. If you get a great one, right, he makes everyone around you better. You got one on your roster right now that's not a great one, but there's something there, right? Two Eagles games weren't a fluke. The Denver game wasn't a fluke. There's something there with Sam Howell. It's just he needs to be properly insulated. Sam Howell is a Dak Prescott. Sam Howell is a Kirk Cousins. Well, the Cousins thing might be too rich because I just, y'all know how I feel about Kirk. But you get what I'm saying? He's not the quarterback that's going to elevate guys around him. But if you put him in ideal circumstances, you can win games with him. Point blank, period. I think we all saw that this year. You can't crush him for the last month and then act like the first month didn't happen. We don't get to do that. Go to Herb and Lorton. What's going on, Herb? Hey, man. How you doing? I'm good. How you doing? Good. So... Man, I so appreciate what you're saying. Last year, everybody was talking about we finally got our quarterback. We finally got our quarterback, and all I kept preaching was be patient. We got to be patient with Sam. And people don't realize he threw for 4,000 yards. We couldn't run the ball. We had the worst defense in football. So the boy was back there throwing and behind every game. Now, EB could have helped him by running a little more, but we couldn't stop anyone. We had the worst defense. I think you build with Sam. I think you go take the kid, Marvin Harrison, at two and trade back up. 
from the second. Maybe we can get Penix, and we will roll with that. Herb, I think that's interesting. I'll, I'll say this, though, about – and I understand how great uh, Marvin Harrison Jr. is supposed to be. If we do go that scenario, Herb, and I, I would say fans out there are probably rolling their eyes and slamming their, their on their brakes and whatnot – Y'all need to understand that they're going to leave no stone unturned, and y'all don't know more than Adam Peters. So if Adam Peters and company come out of that office and say, you know what, I think I want to roll with Sam, guess what? I better not hear a lick out of you. <laughs> Herb, I appreciate I... the call, my man. 1-800-636-1067 is the number. The thing is this, though. If you do decide to go with Sam and you decide to give him a chance to compete next year and you don't draft a quarterback at two, the receiving class is so darn good this year. Receiver and offensive tackle are the two richest positions in this draft. If I'm not taking a quarterback at two, I'm trying to see who wants to come up to two and get a quarterback. And then I get to get more bites at the apple with a talent evaluator of Adam Peters' background, knowing his track record. You need to get him as many picks as possible. I could get on board for that. And it's crazy, right? My two preferences are polar opposite of each other. I'd prefer you move the farm to go get Caleb if you have that type of conviction about him. But if you're not going to take a quarterback number two, if you're not going to trade up for Caleb, is what I was meant to say, then I think you got to be in position right, to go back and get Adam Peters as many chances to draft a home run hitter as possible. That's my thought on it. That's where I think this group should be right now. It's a bunch of different ways we could ultimately go, though. There just is. But as I continue to say, you can get it. You can get it tatted right on your backside. Get it tatted on your chest. Get it tatted on your forehead. I don't care. We are at the mercy of the evaluator. Do you guys understand that? You know what I mean when I say that? We're at the mercy of the evaluator. We understand how critical this pick is going to be. We understand, right, the importance of getting this pick right. But ultimately, at the end of the day, we're at the mercy of the evaluator. Because guess what? I just laid out the scenario there for you. We have no clue what this evaluation of Sam Howell is going to bring from this coaching staff. We just don't know. We don't. We just don't know. I see you all starting to line up on the phones. We're going to run through these calls. I want to play some audio here real quick. Uptown Don, that same folder that that Lewis Riddick cut was in. There's a Dan Quinn cut. He sat down with Scott Abraham of ABC7 after he was introduced on Monday. And I feel like I don't know if you all have heard this clip yet. I played it the other day on the Hoffman show. But you all are going to want to hear this. I think it lends some credence, right, to the conversation that we're having right now. There is a bevy of different ways Washington could ultimately go with this number two overall pick. You can trade up for a quarterback of your liking. You can trade back and take the best player available. Or you can trade up to number one and take the quarterback that you want. Or you can stay at two and take best player available. Or the scenario that I'm laying out for you now that you all are God scared of 
Because what happens if Adam Peters and company go back, watch the tape, vet the situation, and go, you know what? How was Sam Howell supposed to succeed? I don't think that's some pipe dream that I'm talking about here. I don't care, you know, about your feelings towards Sam Howell. You're not a talent evaluator. Adam Peters is. So if AP and company decide that Sam Howell deserves another crack at it, then Sam Howell's going to get another crack at it. I'll also say this. No matter if they draft a quarterback at number two, no matter if they trade back into the first round for one, no matter if they trade up to number one to get a quarterback, they're going to compete if it was up to me. They would compete if it was up to me. Competition needs to be preached and promoted all throughout the building. I need the the, the lunch ladies competing for who's got the most tender steak. I, I need the building service people competing for who refills the paper towels the fastest. I need the trainers competing for who ta- who tapes up the wrist the best. Competition should be everywhere throughout an organization. That is how the great organizations do it. So, yeah, if I draft Caleb Williams, number one, you can bet your bottom dollar he would be competing for that job. 100%. Just the way it is. There's nothing wrong with that. doesn't mean some indictment on Caleb. It just is what it is. We're on the line. Stay there. We'll take a quick timeout. When we come back, we're talking about Sam Howell. Dan Quinn, the new head coach of your Washington Commanders, had some very insightful comments about what he thinks about Sam Howell. That's next here on The Fan. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.
1-800-636-1067 is the number on the MGM National Harbor Lister Launch. You can tweet at me as well. It's at N-E-L-L underscore BTP. A lot of different ways Washington could ultimately go in this year's NFL draft for that number two overall pick. We've discussed that. What we've been discussing the past couple of segments, though, is what will the evaluation of Sam Howell ultimately uncover? We know Adam Peters and company have a lot of big-time decisions to make, including the quarterback position. As I continue to say, we're at the mercy of the evaluator. So speaking of evaluators and evaluations, what will the evaluation of Sam Howell uncover? Because one could make the argument that Sam was never really put in position to succeed last year. Is it fair to judge Sam Howell based off of what he did last year? 1-800-636-1067 is the number. I want to let you all hear from the head coach of the Washington Commanders, Dan Quinn. Uh, He sat down the other day with Scott Abraham of ABC7 and had this to say about Sam Howell. Take a listen. What do you look at when you see the quarterback position here currently in Washington, and maybe how do you plan to attack that via free agency or the draft? Yeah, and certainly talent is here also at quarterback. You know, going against you know Sam through this year, and, and honestly from a little bit from last year as well, you knew how you know talented this player was, and the strength and the arm talent and the ability to create, and that's what quarterback play is. You know, off schedule plays and get outside the pocket. Not everything is always clean and where you can go. So. Um, we're just getting started on the evaluation phase. And so when you're putting a whole program together, there's free agency, there's the draft, and you'll look at all the things, you know, to try to make the team better. But um, I was certainly impressed by the competitor that Sam is. That jumped out to me, uh, you know, how tough and competitive he is. So one thing you continue to hear about Sam Howell is people raving about that competitive instincts that he has and that toughness that he displays while under center. But be honest with you, Sounds like a pretty glowing endorsement from the head coach of Washington talking about Sam Howell here. And I think his perspective is interesting because he was tasked with preparing for Sam Howell twice this year and once last year. So there's got to be a respect there from Dan Quinn's behalf. So I I just wonder how these conversations go. We know Adam Peters is going to be a part of that evaluation. I'm sure Cliff Kingsbury and Brian Johnson will be a part of that evaluation. One thing I want to say is this that's interesting that's not being talked about. They kept Tavita Pritchard on staff. Tavita Pritchard was the quarterback's coach last year. There's some continuity for Sam Howell going into next year. The one thing I continue to bring up, though, is Adam Peters and the way he has built teams in the past, right? Niners have been in the bowl twice in the last five years, I believe. Both of those two times, they did it with quarterbacks that were not selected in the first round. Jimmy Garoppolo the first time around. Porn star Jimmy, as I like to call him. And then Brock Purdy this year, Mr. Irrelevant. So clearly Adam Peters understands that it isn't a one-size-fits-all situation. We saw San Francisco trade up for Trey Lance. and That didn't go too well for him. But... Everybody you talk to around the National Football League and within league circles, you can't get a concrete answer on whose decision it ultimately was to go up and get Lance. I hope it wasn't Adam Peters' decision. <laughs> Let's go to Donnell out in Woodbridge. What's going on? Thanks for taking my call, Brad. Yes, sir. Um, I would say get Marv Harris at number two. 
because uh, the poor boy didn't have a real wide receiver to throw to. And build up that line. He didn't stand a chance last year. It's not his fault. Um, EB didn't put him in position to be successful, like you said. Go ahead and get Marvin Hurst and build up the offensive line and maybe get a tight end somewhere down the line. That's my opinion about the draft, bro. Yeah, I appreciate the call as always. 1-800-636-1067 is the number. Jerry is in Gave the service. What's going on, Jerry? Hey there. Yeah, we need another Trent Williams. I say build up the line, left tackle, right tackle, build up the line. How come we couldn't pass or run? Well, the line sucked. <laughs> oh, it was terrible. Excuse me there. Uh, build up the line. We have the receivers, but they didn't have a shot of getting the ball because the line was terrible. And our boy, there's running around like a head chicken with his head cut off. There, he can throw. I think you're you're onto something there with uh, Adam Peters. You know, not going just for the number one uh, top quarterback. Build up the line. That's what it's all about. Once we got a line, remember them hogs. I started yes, watching the seventy-one. So yeah, and I like your talking there. That's Smart thinking. Look at Sam Howe there the first uh, six six or eight games of the year. He was pretty darned. But this, this is my thing. This is my thing, Jerry. And I guess this is the original question that I'm asking here. Is it fair to judge Sam Howell based off of what happened last year if we are in agreement that he wasn't put in position to succeed? Is it then fair to judge him off of what happened last year? I I don't think so. I don't think so. I don't think any of those top flat quarterbacks would have done much better. Uh, no, uh, you know, CJ Stroud fell. That was something, but he had he had a line around him. You know, for sure. Uh, hey, hey, Jerry, I appreciate the call. Let's go to Joe in Southern Maryland. What's going on, Joe? Hey, uh, I appreciate you taking my call. I I really like this conversation. I just uh, I want to remind people. Like the narrative is, if you know your quarterback, that's the guy you get, but that sometimes is Jake Locker or EJ Manuel <laughs> or Christian Ponder. Yeah. That is, you know, uh, Johnny Football. It, it. I mean, people are acting like this is a sure thing, and you just got to remember, like it's, it's not a sure thing by far. No, I understand it completely, man. I appreciate the call. Let's go to Steve out in DC. What's going on, Steve? How you doing, there, Linnell? I'm good, man. Uh, we can't. It's not a serious conversation anymore, Sam. <laughs> wait, wait, um, Steve, hold on, bro. I was thing, waiting for some. Know, Go ahead. I'm gonna be honest with you. No, he wasn't put in a fair situation. He was drafted by a lame duck coach. He was in his second system with his second offensive coordinator, and he was with a coordinator that thought he had Patrick Mahomes. So no, he wasn't put in the best situation to succeed. But the things he could control, he did not control in the proper manner. Um, Sam's went from potential Heisman to potential first round to potential third to fifth round with Ron Rivera. And we all know Ron can't draft. So somehow we're supposed to believe that he found this gym in Sam. <laughs> no, Sam's problem in college was he turned the ball over in inopportune times and he took too many sacks. And that's the same thing he did in Washington. I think his, his ceiling is Gardner Mitchell. His floor is Taylor Heineke. I like the kid but he's just not it. Steve, I, love, Steve, I can respect that. I, that's an interesting uh, spin that Steve put on at the end, ceiling versus floor. I think Sam's ceiling is like Dak Prescott. I think he can be that good if surrounded by the proper pieces, but I do think the floor is somewhere along the lines of like Taylor Heineke. We saw how bad it could get 
uh, if you don't surround him with the proper pieces. I think that's the key, though. With any young quarterback, it's about fit. Uh, Nico in Fredericksburg. What's going on, Nico? Hey, Linnell, can you hear me? Yeah, I got you. So, listen, why is this a conversation? Like, I'm confused (laughs) by that. So, no, I'm serious. Like, this is not even a conversation, right? He is not our guy, right? He's not our guy at all. And and don't get me wrong, he's a great backup, right? But let's move on from this. Like, why why are we having this conversation? You're better than this. (laughs) I I would say for me, uh, hold on, hold on. I got some insight. I got some insight, right? So my buddy coaches at Carolina. I'm not going to say what position. It's not too hard. You can look it up. Right? Oh, I'm already I'm already knowing. Uh, your buddy used to play here, right? <laughs> Listen, let me just say one thing. Go ahead. Go ahead. There's a difference between Sam Howe and it, Drake May. And he's saying Drake May is the thing. It's a difference. It's a totally difference. I hear you, so you Nico. Can look it up. I hear you, Nico. Let me, and, and if you've been listening, you understand why I even brought this up from the get-go. We don't really know which way Adam Peters and company are going to go. And if you go based off his track record, they took Brock Purdy to a Super Bowl. They took Jimmy Garoppolo to a Super Bowl. What if they want to go the route of insulating the quarterback and they believe that Sam was given a raw deal last year? I'm not saying they they don't draft a quarterback at all, but if you've been listening to the show, I don't care if they trade up for Caleb Williams. You got to compete with Sam Howe to win the job. We can't we can't not preach competition at the game's most important position. You got to learn your lesson. Okay, I get it. You know what? You can start them all you want, but I, I'm telling you right now, there's a difference between Drake May and uh, Sam Howe. And this is what my buddy also he coaches right now from uh, North Carolina. You can look it up. You'll find a guy. But my point is, you're a great uh, taco. Uh, I love your what you what you do, but at the same time, like. This is not the conversation. It's a totally different ballgame. <laughs> You're just joining the conversation, Nico. Appreciate the call. Let's go to <laughs> someone that actually knows football. Zach, I value your opinion greatly. You know this. What would you do in this hey, scenario well, now, if you were Washington? Hey, well, now you, you got me? I got you. Uh, you know, well, I have to say it would be stupid to turn a blind eye to Sam Howell. Um, I mean, you said it right. If without a competition, it's nothing. So if you draft somebody at two, you know, or one, whatever it may be, I think it, you know, absolutely is worth it to keep a competition. Sure. And what's the harm of keeping a fifth round, second year, or third year at this point uh, quarterback on your payroll? It's not going to hurt you any, uh, you know, but if they really think they have their guy in Sam Howell, trade back. I mean, that's the simplest solution. Trade sure. back and pick line. This draft has a ton of good prospects for alignment. And it'd be stupid not to, you know, get some more draft capital and take a couple of these guys because clearly that's our biggest weakest. And without a guy upright, you're not going to complete any passes anyway. I think that's a hell of a point. And then, Zach, the other thing that, that I keep pushing back on is this, and, and I'll be honest with you, right? I'm okay with whichever way they decide to go. I'm fine with it. But I do understand this angle of wanting to trade back. And I think, as you alluded to, if they're not writing Sam off, I think trading back may be the second best option. If you've been listening, Zach, you know what my number one choice is. I'm going to trade up for Caleb Williams. But if you're not going to do that, I might be interested in trading back. What tells you that Drake May is better than Sam Howell? Like, you don't know that, Nothing. right? You do know that Nothing. you had somebody in here as Sam Howell, and, and he played, what, you know, the whole season, and 
You know, it had some ups and downs, but to your credit, the enemy didn't set him up for success. The amount of times that we ran, I mean, a 70, what, over 70% pass rate for a young quarterback, I don't care who it is. It's not worth it. I 100% agree. And the thing about Drake versus Sam, and I'm sure we'll probably start having that discussion as we get closer to the draft, similarities between the two quarterbacks. Drake's obviously 6'4", but Sam, as you just alluded to, has got a year under his belt and understands the speed of the National Football League. Zach, I appreciate the call as always. Let's get TJ in Centerville before we get the break. What's going on? Hey, what's up? How you doing? Not bad. Quick, what do you think of this option? Sec, sell our second to Chicago. So they get one and two. We get Justin Fields. Mm. Trade back. Get their get their their what is it? Their their other first round pick, not the one. The nine. I think it's nine. They got the nine. Get the nine. Bolster our offensive line. Get Justin Fields, and then you know use the wide receiver core that we have that we use that we really didn't use last year. You know. Yeah. Why isn't that an option? Well, I just think. I appreciate the call, TJ. I just think people are going to be turned. A lot of people are going to get turned off to the idea of Justin Fields. I'm not. I continue to say this about young quarterbacks. It's about fit. Justin Fields was put in no man's land. You put him with a quarterback whisperer like uh, Cliff Kingsbury and then Brian Johnson, who you just brought over from Philadelphia, and he's done extensive work with guys like Dak Prescott and Jalen Hurts. I'd, I'd be open to anything at this point, but like I continue to say, we're at the mercy of the evaluator. The final hour of power coming up here on Overtime. When we get back, our pal Brandon Scoop B. Robinson set to join us. We'll get you the latest on the NBA trade deadline and why the Washington Wizards decided to stay put. All that and more next here on The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 